Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey of Eva Katzor about the psychedelic breath at festivals. Eva is a purpose coach, yoga and meditation teacher and founder of Psychedelic Breath. Psychedelic Breath is a dynamic breathwork ritual that she does together with DJs like Acid Pauli on festivals like Burning Man, the Monastery Festival or the Gardens of Babylon. She's really an inspiring and phenomenal woman and uh, I can just recommend listening to our interview that we recorded in her hometown in Berlin. Enjoy! Welcome to our interview. It's a really great pleasure having you here today. I'm so excited to be here because I saw so much of you and your work and it's, it's, a, it's a dream. <laughs> Thank you so much. To introduce you to the crowd, you're a yoga teacher, meditation teacher and um, what else? So much actually. Yes. <laughs> um, I saw you the first time at the Tech Open Air in Berlin where you teach psychedelic breath. It's actually a very intense breath work that you do. Yeah. You also teach it together with DJs at festival, for example, with Acid Pauli at um, Burning Man. And for me, this really was an intense practice that I had. Um, and also the sounds that DJ T played there really deepened this connection mm. and really led me to my inner self. Um, tell us a bit about how this sound and breathwork really create this special energy. Yeah. Maybe I start with how psychedelic breath. I just actually bought the brand, by the way. I just Great. got a letter in my in my box. Congratulations. <laughs> it was writing me from you know, another country. <laughs> yes. Um, it came to me two years ago in a meditation. I was sitting there and asking myself, okay, what's my next true step? And that's actually what I do as well. I'm a purpose coach. So I work one-on-one -on -one with people and help them remember their truth and help them remember because you have it inside while they're here. Yeah. So I was sitting there and in the meditation I had this insight that it's, it's the time for the next step. And I was kind of, I was, I'm never done with teaching you, but I knew I would, would like to level up my game. And part of my game, knowing me, is to speak and guide and electronic music. So I get this message in the meditation that I will combine a highly physical practice that you might have experienced, your body shaking and cramping and, and dizziness, with a very high spiritual um, intention. Uh, working together with electronic artists that touched my heart traveling the world. This was the inside and then I didn't know what it was. And the my but I knew that part of my mission and passion actually is to kind of duplicate the insights I had on the on the dance floors. Because the moment I danced and I was evolved into electronic music and the togetherness and the energetics around it, I could really alone. I stepped into a space where I felt alone in a good way. Mm -hmm. So I could ask myself all the questions. I could not manage to ask myself meditation because I felt free. And I feel the breath then really natural came to me through years of experience with yoga and pranayama. But it just really came through. And I discovered that the moment you combine it with the music I love so much and many others too in our music culture, it elevates it because the breath itself changes your brain chemistry. Mm -hmm. But music does too. And I think that's, that's one of the powerful highways, I call it, or bridge, a highway bridge. You can use to change your state of consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. And 
Do you know how those sound waves reaching our body during the breath work really change something within our body? You mean the, the sound wave from mm -hmm. like EGT in your case? Yeah. They can. They can. What really does make a difference is a certain rhythm. So if you think of shamanic drums, mm -hmm. and shamanic, you notice maybe from drum circles, get you into a state of trance. Mm -hmm. But what is trance? Trance is a theta frequency in your brain wave. It's a slow frequency. Mm -hmm. It's when you're in hypnosis. It's also when you're dreaming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the four to four to four <coughs> rhythm in the shamanic drum circles, ancient, um, creates that trance. And electronic music can do too. So I don't really know if I take open air when I did the closing there with DJT, if they really reached you in such a way. My guess is that uh, that your breath was stronger to make that shift mm. than in this case the sound system I, but I really don't know in this case yeah. yeah I remember one sound that he played and it beamed me up right to the universe it was like <laughs> and it was yeah. like an elevator up to another stage yeah. you reach other dimensions yes and part of, of, of psychedelic breath as well as being involved in indulged into electronic music is this moment where you realize there's maybe more than a third dimension there's more than what you can meet with your eyes or touch there's something and I call it in my practice the knowing of your heart mm -hmm. yeah this, this knowing that doesn't come from knowledge same as fifth dimension dimension if you want to take it to seventh mm -hmm. dimension dimension number seven creation is there without you seeing it, mm -hmm. but you in a way can sense it in certain situations. And if people take a drug, no, a substance, psychedelics in, in the real sense, I think part of it is maybe, maybe a craving to experience that, mm -hmm. to look beyond what we know. And to switch off our head, right, and our thoughts. The frontal lobe. Yeah. The frontal lobe. Like mm -hmm. what actually happens in psychedelic breath, you accessing other parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. Frontal lobe is the thinking, the figuring out, the planning. But we spend a lot of time there. Behind us, behind us, in the back of our head is the limbic system, the amygdala, mm -hmm. the emotion, the feeling center. Also going straight down when you change your brain with frequency into subconsciousness, where, where your beliefs are waiting to be <laughs> released and discovered. Yeah, good and bad ones. If I want to say it like this. So you're accessing, kind of really lightening up different areas of your brain that are always working for you. It's not, it's, it's not true that we're not using mm -hmm. our brain, but they become more dominant in this moment. Yeah. yeah. Just a note on this, you also uh, studied this, right? <laughs> so you're a certified um, psychologist, right? Yes, I studied psychology, I finished it. Yeah. But the thing is, one of the reasons... I was studying it, and there was neurobiology, mm -hmm. and it was actually my favorite topic. But as we studied, I studied so many years ago, you had to study everything. Mm -hmm. So it was so broad that we never deepened it. Mm -hmm. And when I was trying to decide what to do after psychology studies, I thought I wanted to become a psychotherapist because I always wanted to support humans. And then I realized something in the psychotherapist I didn't know was missing, and I didn't know the word was the soul, the soul level. I didn't know. I didn't know what yoga was. I didn't know what soul was. But I've sensed it, and I checked clinics and psychiatry, and I didn't feel it. Actually, what brings psychedelic breath brings you into the feeling of, so you actually feel more what it's all about right now in your life. And that's it's a pretty clever source. Yeah. And I always was tucked into it, so my intuition Yeah, but it doesn't mean I listen to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we already talked about DJT. Um, you're also working together with Acid Pauli. How do you choose the soundtracks for your sessions? Yeah. I go by heart. 
So I worked with Chameleon, amazing couple, for Art With Me Festival in Tulum. I basically just asked them. I worked with Kalita, which is amazing. Deep House Fairy from New York because I fucking loved her energy and all my friends told me that she's like bomb. She is super young. I worked with Spirits of Mind because we met in Mexico in Oaxaca and we just instantly clicked. And then I saw what they did with the crowd and it was very emotional and very beautiful. So I work when I, I know artists and I know how I feel when I, I listen to the music, dance to their music, I see how the crowd feels. No? And then usually there is a personal connection. Where I didn't have a personal connection, where Shishi from the Gardens of Babylon introduced me, Job Menke blew my mind. I didn't know him. He's 24. He's a producer and a DJ. He created a soundtrack for me. He had never done Psychedelic Press. We talked on the phone. I gave him an idea about the choreography, Cycles. I listened to his soundtrack. I cried without breathing. And 600 people, we did um, a ceremony at the monastery festival. Mm -hmm. And I told Shishi, please, let's do it on the main stage. Sound system, you know, other connotation. 600 people showed up for the breast session. It was one of the best sessions I ever had because the people were so into it. And Joop was just standing there behind me, like with me, you know. And he's like, is it always like this? And I'm like, often he's like, I want to I wanna create more music for this. So that makes me like... That was a very beautiful moment yeah. to share this. Very yeah. nice. And you, the soundtracks are available on your SoundCloud channel, yeah. right? Still have to upload some, but most of them are a psychedelic brass yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. You can find them and you can also, once you understood what, what we're doing, you can practice by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, in your biography, you talk about the switch in life that you had at the beginning of the 30s. Um, you had a tough burnout. You yeah. were out for one year. And then basically what was also healing you was going to the dance floor, yeah. dancing to the music and opening your heart. And there you said you had the most important insights for your life. Tell us a bit about the process that you had there. Yeah. It, like looking back this year or longer, because I had a lot of chronic muscle pain after for years, was so helpful because it gave me the courage to say, okay, actually... I did everything I liked. It's not like, oh my God, I have to turn my life completely around because I wanted. I worked as a brand strategist. I loved it. It wasn't bad, but I had many years behind me um, with, you know, kind of eating disorders. Not never really crazy when it was happening. So my body was slowly running out of fuel and energy and the adrenals, the stress hormone, little kidneys. Mm. They were just depleted. Mm. And a lot of sports, you know, I used to do like, how you say, performance sport, licensed mm. sport, no? So it was like the invoice, the bill I got. So healing the dancing moments helped me to step out of the drama and it helped me to step out of the suffering. Because mm -hmm. there's the sentence, pain is inevitable. We all go through pain, but suffering is an option. Mm -hmm. Hard yes. sentence. Yes. But it's about judging yourself being in that zone of being sick. And I judged myself a lot. Mm -hmm. So what helped me, these dancing moments, and I did a lot of healing, energy healing, physical healing, you know, supplements, detox, heavy metals out of the body. I did a lot. Mm -hmm. But what helped me in the dancing moments, like even my chronic pain later, I had moments of relief. Mm. I forgot about, I was still drinking alcohol, so I had some vodkas, you know. And it helped me to forget about that pain. And it gave me relief. And I could think and feel, and more, it's more feeling more clearly where, where I was heading. Mm -hmm. Besides many blurry moments, you know, brain fog, not just a word. Yes. You're just not able to think and figure yeah. it out. You're just depleted. Yeah. Yeah. Music was a good 
good thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I had a similar, I mean, not on the same level, but I had a similar experience yesterday. I told you before that I did the um, psychedelic breath from Toa, the YouTube video at home again yesterday. And after that, I really had a headache. And I figured out that I only had pain in my head when I was thinking about tomorrow, the things that I need to do, blah, blah, blah. So the, the moment I reflected on it, I just focused on my breath and the pain was gone. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so sometimes... You into the gap. Yeah, pain is just a thing of the thoughts that you do to your body, right? It's so complex, but part of it, for sure, is, is the judgment of the thoughts mm -hmm. that come through it. And nothing against future thinking, no? I mean, we all do. But funny enough, interesting enough, when I work in my coaching, coachings, And I'm creating guided meditations because that's how I learned to meditate and love to meditate, to be guided through voice, through music. I work with special principles like expansion where you open up limitations. You realize that <clears throat> there is a gap. There's a gap in between two thoughts. And that's actually a feeling gap. And when you add more feelings instead of thinkings, your future becomes bright even when you think about it. Because often we think about future stuff worrying. Mm. But if you feel into your future, it feels amazing. It's super interesting. So you have a choice. You need a little bit of time and space to do so. But I'm actually working right now on bringing more of those guided meditation and also psychedelic breaths and other breaths online. Mm. So you don't have to sit down with the YouTube video filming a whole 60-hour <laughs> session in, in the funk house. Yeah. I'm creating more, you know, with all the soundtracks I'm having, oh, wow. my voice over and the guidance I'm giving. Um, it's very scary for me because I have never done. So I'm, you know, like technology is a good thing. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. I use it. But it's new. For, for this case, so I'm yeah. like, ah, but uh, so many people ask for it, and yeah. I want to support and, and make it available online so people can, as you did, practice in your house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm super excited. <laughs> I love guided meditations. Mm -hmm. Really nice. And for me, the most important thing as someone attending yoga sessions or meditation sessions is really the teacher, because I think... I only can relax and open my heart if the teacher creates and holds the space. Yeah. And I have the feeling that it's a similar thing also with DJs on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. If DJs are able to hold this space and this energy on the dance floor, it's a nice evening, right? So what would you recommend DJs and artists to hold their space on the dance floor? Yeah, as we are all very different and I studied quite a lot of personalities and I have a feeling a couple of artist friends and there's sometimes a very extroverted side and sometimes a very introverted artist side so some of them and I'm, this would be my first I don't know if this advice but tip <laughs> joy show that you love it like allow yourself to have fun with it Because joy has the highest frequency. Yes. If I'm stepping in front of a class, I'm I'm not laughing all the time, but I'm radiating and I'm serious too. But I'm into it. I love it. I feel mm -hmm. good. So you feel feel good with that. And there are gigs you might not feel good mm -hmm. because, man, you haven't slept too. You know, the crowd isn't right, all the stuff. But try to get into a zone of feeling good. And it might be helpful, and I do this mm -hmm. when I go down, mm -hmm. to have a word a mantra or a song mm -hmm. that lifts you up and allow yourself to be lifted up. A mantra could be, 
I don't know, whatever. I do what I love and I'm mm-hmm. just going to share what I love so much. Mm-hmm. Or, or in my case, like I have often the word kindness or beauty that have for me a very high... I can't say kindness and be angry mm-hmm. or shy. It's mm-hmm. like kindness, yeah, for me. So create something like this and then remind yourself and then put yourself into the zone. Yeah, That's, that's something for every teacher. Sometimes people ask me, can I share a psychedelic press? I'm like, you can share it, but I'm also building a teacher training right now. Because I want to hold a space for future teachers to, to share everything, you know. Um, if you can hold a space. Yeah. Because on the dance floor, as same as on Saturday, you never know what's going to happen. Yes. And you want to bring the high, most high vibes possible in here, you know. Yeah. Or you bring a really dark vibe, but then it's then it's dark in, in, with intention. You want to, you know, stir people up. or But set an intention. Use a word that feels good to you. Mental health is a topic that is um, a lot discussed now in the electronic music industry, and it's good because this topic rises and rises. Um, what can you advise to DJs that maybe mm-hmm. suffer from depression or have this yeah, pressure on themselves with like performing and doing all those gigs and traveling, etc.? It's so tough. So beautiful that life and so tough. Yes. So in a way you're born for it, otherwise you wouldn't do it. Yeah, so trust that thing. And if you are a music artist, I feel if you're on stage, you also have the desire to bring it out. So there's a certain thing that always supports you. It comes mm-hmm. from within. But, and like, you don't have to be an artist. You can be any anyone who, who under high pressure, it's called performance and delivering and difficult nights <laughs> or night flights or no sleep. You have to take care A, of your body. And I often see this not happening. I do a lot for my body. It's work, man. But it's fun, too. Because it gets, feels good after a while. You have to take care of your body. That means do the seven-minute workout app. Do seven-minute hit training. Seven minutes. You guide it with all the apps in your hotel room. You will feel different because your mood lifts up. Mm-hmm. And you kick off processes in your body that are supportive for your immune system, for your metabolism. Mm-hmm. So find some sort Krusen for example yeah Krusen amazing artist live artist he runs up and down the mountains like a crazy motherfucker wherever we often are in the same gig he always runs up he is very nature boy but he needs that so cultivate a movement practice seven minutes could be it yeah then it's important if you're feeling off 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 for a longer time go and seek help find ask around we all have these networks amazing healers you know maybe an acupuncture helps you to get back in line maybe a reiki session it's not bullshit it works mm-hmm. align your energies you are with so many other people out there when i have a kick i feel it mm-hmm. i'm exhausted the next day but i have the time to restore and i know music artists not always not at the weekends i do have so find help good help help that it's fun you know you're like Reiki session amazing you lay down you get all the energy treatments if you're feeling wow I'm getting sick a lot you have to take care of your gut digestive system go and find an alternative healer supporting you to cleanse it once a year I'm not kidding like digestive system inflammation and you get all the diseases and that just to make people aware you know it can be joyful and fun to take care of your body once you start And I only work with healers or high practitioners or doctors. I really trust and it's fun for me to hang out with them. And if it means I pay for them separately or have a private insurance for them, I do. Because I know it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. Someone takes care. They all take care of a crowd all the time. It feels amazing if someone takes care of you. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And also, yeah, we talked about the traveling part before. And of course, it's challenging and it's nice. Um, it's important to keep the balance, of course. In an interview, you mentioned that um, traveling expands, of course, the horizon and go traveling instead on holidays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What do you mean by that? I feel that's what we all do. Yeah. <laughs> like holiday, that idea that you go somewhere pre-booked and everything is set up so <laughs> in a way that isn't isn't us. So traveling means you go exploring and you might get lost and that's wonderful. And it took me years to allow this. I was so scared. Before I moved to Tulum, actually, I went to Tulum. I was scared as hell. I mean, Tulum, it's not, you don't need to be scared. But back in the days, there were not so many Berliners and New Yorkers, yeah. but I was scared. And I, I returned after two weeks and I fly back the next day to live there three months because through that experience I learned to trust in traveling. Mm. That one thing leads to each other, no? Holidays, in, in old-fashioned terms, kind of fixed. But what you want to explore is the unknown. Mm -hmm. And unknown in your brain anyway. Unknown taking the next step into the I don't know. If you're producing a song, you don't know what's coming out, but you're still going. If I'm doing the next two step within my practice, I don't know what's coming. It's fucking scary. Your brain says, hey, listen, don't do it. It's dangerous. But you do it anyway. And traveling is a good practice because mm -hmm. you don't know what's coming. Mm -hmm. So you're adjusting all the time and you're taking it in and you're allowing and you're connecting and you're making your next step one after the other. I think it's a beautiful practice that mm -hmm. you can apply for your creative work and business as well. That you don't have to oversee everything because we have so much control anyway and we know it's not helping. Yeah. Like we do, but we still do it. Yeah. And traveling takes that away. Yeah. I remember sometimes people ask me, how can you travel so much? How do you do it Berlin, no money-wise? I'm like, actually, all the crazy travels I did, I spent less than home. Mm -hmm. because one thing led to the other one and then you had a gig there or you, someone took you in your house no? like how we, we have our friends you make friends yes. easier like you get invited stay with me here's a room no? like this yeah absolutely yeah. and I think it also creates <laughs> trust or on your own like wow you did it Mm -hmm. You figured it out. Exactly. And then your comfort zone expands and expands and expands. Plus, you make all um, the amazing friendships. Yes. And why not work with your friends, you know? Yes. Like, this year I went to the first time to Burning Man. Mm -hmm. And I asked myself, okay, I'm not sure if I can repeat the session I did last year with Asset Party and Mind Warrior and like 3,000 people. I don't want to repeat. But I go for the friends I'm having. And they all come together. You know that. We all meet through music even in the desert, at the same spots. And this was so worth it. Yeah. And then you can work with them too. Tell us yeah. about the session that you had with Acid Pauli at Burning yeah. Man. It was uh, one moment in my life where when Pablo gave me, the founder of Mind Warrior, he gave me the microphone and we looked down and he was like, wow, because <laughs> there were so many people like spread out everywhere he's like are you nervous and I'm like no give me the microphone <laughs> was a moment where I knew I knew you know I'd never done this I knew I was in my calling I love this word so much I was in my calling that was my zone Some, something is speaking out of you right totally and I, and I actually I want to share another very important lesson for me I was at the Art With Me festival in Tulum performing with Chameleon on a psychedelic press and things had gone wrong and were difficult before the cacao went over time like an hour longer And I knew I would lose a lot of people. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't stay. And then my ego stepped in. No? I'm like, ah, but I want the people. You know, like, I like large crowds. And mm -hmm. it stepped in. 
And then I usually channel before the session, what's my message today? What is in the air? What is within me? What's in the cosmos? What is happening? No answer. I'm like, oh, shit. No, like, shit. Chameleon had to leave for the next gig. It just kind of st could stay five minutes. And they had to leave to Nomade. It just left a USB stick. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And then I get like a slap on my head, kind of internally. It says, okay, it's not about you, Eva. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about what you're sharing here and how the people can take it and, and receive it and work with it. It's not about you. This was the biggest lesson. And that's that feeling I, I try to allow, and maybe for music as well, no? mm -hmm. this moment where you just let it run through. And you've done the work before. Yeah. The allowance is the work. Yeah. The stepping out of the resistance and the ego voice that says, yeah, it to be like this, or I don't like this. No. I, right? Yeah. And, this, and, and, and Burning Man, everything was incredible aligned. Yeah. In, like, I stepped down. I went down from the art car. Behind the art car were four of my favorite soulmates in the world. They all spread out and they were all there for me. They're like, don't go in front. They're going to hug you to death. <laughs> oh, I have to cry. <laughs> Just seeing them showing up for me. Yeah. You know, my friends who do amazing shit in the world. I look up to. I cried like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> they were there. Yeah. They were there and to honor what I was doing and to support yeah. it. And this was so valuable for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, so beautiful. Yeah. I wish I could have experienced it as well. You will come. There's more. You <laughs> will come more. Like, yeah. What was the what was the feedback of the people attended <laughs> that attended the, the I mean it's I believe it's a huge high level energy there it's already. And then this on top, I think it beams you up somewhere else, right? It did and it was Friday. So we, I actually watched us, me including. We did the same thing as everywhere. We partied five days in a good mood, good spirit. We also did other stuff, you know, but in the end, we partied. I'm yeah. like, fair enough. I think it's time for some hard action. And I really, I really, I watched every party I've been there and I'm like, okay. So I went straight into the heart. So I let them ask their heart what was going on. Because mm -hmm. Burning Man is a, is a good ground for transformation if you want to transform. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Because you, you, you stop everything in your life. You just let it fall and you really don't even remember. It's crazy. It's like a curtain falls and there's just a desert in you. So I went straight into the heart and I got incredible messages after and invitation as well. People changed, uh, saved the marriage. They could look at each other new. They did a couple of steps. For many it was the highlight of the burn because it was so personal. And it was so intense. Mm -hmm. And breathing in a desert is crazy hard. Mm -hmm. But they all breathed like, like one. And they, they told me that it was like one of the most transformative experiences. And that what I love so much about breath, you, it could be one experiences that help you to see and feel better who you are or what you want to do with your life. Mm -hmm. Like it can be one, you know. You can come back every week in Berlin, but you can have one. And it opens up your eyes. Just the fact that you have these superpowers within you and that you realize when you breathe so deep, you're like, whoa, right? It's like, it's happening. I'm high. I'm somewhere else. I see colors. Sometimes I see lights. I see memories. I feel memories from my childhood. I understand better. It's like ayahuasca-like. You know? yeah. I'm like, start puking. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was, it was um, like the weeks after messages I got were very beautiful yeah. so we are here in Berlin today and the place where you also live right now um, 
when it comes to clubbing and where you had all these insights, what are the favorite nightlife spots here in Berlin for you? Mm -hmm. I never do nights. I only do days. <laughs> but I really have a longing for Burkheim Classic, but I don't go there often because I'm always scared for the queue and I don't want to queue. So I try to sneak in at 1 p.m. Sunday, you know. I love Burkheim. I love Bucht. Rummelsbucht was about to close this December because an aquarium gets built on the Spree. Because it's so undergroundish still. I like it. I like the very emotional deep house scene mm -hmm. place there. I love Carter forever for garbage. I've, I was on the very first garbage festival seven years ago by a chance, 500 people. I love the Carter crew. It's like such a part of Berlin and I've been living that part as well. Um, and then, I mean, Heide Glühn is founded by my dear friend Julian, and I went out. Oh, it's the best place to have fun, fun. Come on, you can have so much fun in there. Yeah. I don't go there so much anymore because I want to have a quality sound system, but the fun in there is great. And I think that's, that's it. And then I do more festivals, like you know. Like the summer was full with festivals, yeah. and... And the winter can be too, mm -hmm. if we make the choice to travel to South America yeah. or Mexico. But I like the open-air situations. And, of course, with Psychedelic Press, I travel to different festivals. I get to know two some I didn't know. But they set the spots in Berlin. Very usual suspects. Else, sometimes. Else, the open-air club of Renate, Wilde Renate. Sometimes such an exquisite lineup. Like my, I don't even know the names, but my friends take me, and it's like exquisite music and unusual sometimes. And the crowd is like a backhand crowd who goes open air. It's just sometimes the parties there are really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And besides the nightlife, what are the favorite cafes, restaurants, parks, even maybe museums? Because you're also yeah. um, involved in art. Yeah. Well. I love, love, love going for a walk. And I go for a walk either in Volkspark Friedrichshain because it's next to Prenzlauerberg where I live and it's this beautiful little green spot. And green and nature immediately changes you. It changes your mood, it changes the way you feel, it changes your energy. So I go there a lot with podcasts, so I'm learning in there. Um, I do go to Maybachufer in Kreuzberg. You know, I love water. And then I, it's very simple in Berlin. I'm very grounded. And then cafes... I don't go to cafes so much often. I I like to hang out at B-Cycle. It's a boutique gym where I do all my bar classes and they have a very nice cafe where you can also work. Um, and the rest, not so much. I mean, I'm a member of Soul House forever. I'm a founding member. So I sometimes go there down in the in the organic store, the, the food store and work, and go to sauna in between. Mm. But I'm not... Berlin became more like my safe heaven and my coaching work and, you know, the grounding stuff than, than exploring. Explore I do a lot in other yeah. countries. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. It's not so exciting, sorry. <laughs> but it's like and, and museums or exhibitions? I haven't been forever. Like, doing my, when I founded Art Berlin, my art magazine, I went everywhere. And I, you know, especially also to studios, artist studios and collectors' home. I really like Martin Gropius Bar for his photography exhibitions. I think they're really amazing. I can also recommend check out all the private art collections in Berlin, like Arthur Duganet is an amazing photography collection in Kreuzberg, in an old Marmeladenloft. It's a jam factory. 
every Saturday you can go. You can go to Ambaros, of course, in a bunker, but there's the Mores, um, I forgot, Google Private Art Collections. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just remember the name, mm-hmm. so you'll find some. Feuerle Collection is Asian art, impressive architecture. There are two or three more um, where you can go for special, uh, like, tours, and that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's more like a private surrounding. Yeah. That I would recommend strongly. And then Berlin Art Week in fall is worth a visit, totally. Also the Art Fair, mm-hmm. which is now also called Art Berlin, funny enough. Yeah. It always gets confusing with my stuff. And uh, Gallery Weekend. It's just nice mm-hmm. buzzing where you can go and explore yeah. a bit of the art scene and the international art scene as well. Especially now in autumn. Yeah. <laughs> and Gallery Weekend is in May. So both like yeah. May and then, what is it, October? Okay. Nice. And if people now think, wow, I need to get something of the work from Eva and I want to see her, I want to explore yeah. psychedelic breath session, when can they do it yeah. and where? Yeah, so I'm having some cities kind of on the horizon, but there's a, a class in Berlin that I offer every Saturday at 11 a.m. in Yoga Tribe Studio. It's right at Mitte. And there's, there's on my website, like my name is my website, Eva Katzer, my Instagram, if you want to follow. You, I announce all these, the, the tour gigs, no? Um, there. And as I said, I will work on the online content, so you can download stuff to, to practice by yourself, maybe with videos, so you see me. Um, let me think, but comes, I might be in New York in the beginning of December, it's not confirmed yet, working on this, in London in January in Vienna as well in January so we're working on a couple of different cities and always you can and I love to do that what I shared with you before we started the podcast now is when you are like a group of friends and you're coming together for a special occasion I'm happy you know you can book me for this I've seen amazing shit happening like because people know each other but not always from that very deep and, and vulnerable moments um, almost My favorite sessions is like these private friends groups mm-hmm. to support a celebration. Because yeah. if you kick it off like this, you're in the same vibration. Yeah. Yeah. It's really a uni- unique happening. And I t- can just recommend attending one of the sessions or whatever. Reach out to the work of Eva. Thank you so much for the interview. Thank you so much for having the time and sharing the wonderful words with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Wow, what an exciting lady. Eva is really so inspiring and I really enjoyed talking with her. And for sure, and that's what I can promise, it will be not the last thing that you hear from her on Tunes and Wings. More things are coming up, so stay tuned and make sure to visit one of her sessions. You find all her upcoming dates either on her Facebook page or on her website. All the links to her sessions and more information as well as the set For example, of Acid Pauli and her on Burning Man are available on tunesandwings.com and in the show notes of this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.